Welcome to the Tweed Couch Guitar Therapy Session, where we talk about all things guitar related. My name is Dr. T, and I am not a licensed therapist, but I play one on a podcast. Today on the Tweed Couch, we are counseling on pedal boards. Growing up and playing in my bedroom, I remember playing my Strat into an overdrive pedal, and then learning licks of ACDC and Leonard Skinnerd, Matchbox 20, Kenny Wayne Shepherd, Aerosmith, Audio Adrenaline. Eventually, I found out that I needed an echo, and then I needed a delay, and a volume pedal, a tuner, a wah pedal, and then the day came when I was asked to join a garage band. It only took about two times of showing up and taking all my stuff and and taking as long as a drummer to be able to set it all up. And that's when I realized I need a pedal board. Something that is ready to go. Something that is plug and play into my amplifier. But what size do I need? How do I attach the pedals? Do I need a power supply? What brand should I get? Or should I just make my own? Well, we will discuss this and more on this group therapy session with Jason on the Tweed Couch. Jason, it has been probably, what, six, seven weeks since we've really had a chance to do anything like this. And I am so excited. If not years. Yeah, I know. And so I think it's going to be great to be able to start season two right now with talking about something that is near and dear to your heart. And honestly, for me, has just always been kind of a tool of necessity, uh, which is pedal boards. But before we get started, I want to mention that we started an Instagram for the Tweed Couch. And I think that's kind of fun. We'll put up some pictures of of things that we're talking about and things that maybe some stories. I don't know. Maybe we'll find that picture of you on the toilet with... uh... Still looking for it. I've got everybody (laughs) in the house looking for it. (laughs) That's pretty awesome. Um, If, If I don't find it, I'll recreate it for you. A 2020 version. Oh, yes. perfect. That would be great. It'll be awesome with a beard. I don't know. That that might actually be considered something else. As a kid, it's cute. <laughs> True. But yeah. I don't know. As an adult. Illegal in 32 states. Yeah, that's right. It's illegal in two states and at least 12 countries. Exactly. Oh, speaking of which, we are actually in 20 countries now. Wow. Yeah, it's like the Tweed Couch is actually on world tour. Great news. Well, with that said, the name of the Instagram is the tweed couch easy enough the tweed couch genius i know it is genius i wish i would have come up with it but you did so you know (laughs) is what it is all right so let's talk about pedal boards now if i had to pick somewhere to start you know figuring out what kind of board i need i would not actually go with what size looks good or what functionality does it have but instead i would ask myself what pedals do I need? What pedals are important to me? And then I would lay them out and then from that figure out what kind of pedal board is going to fit those needs. So my question to you is, what pedals are your go-to? What are your musts? Mm -hmm. What are your needs? It's a fluid kind of thing. Depends on what kind of music you play, but everybody's got to have overdrive of some sort. Everybody's probably going to have a delay, maybe, maybe reverb, unless you've got that in your amp. Well, not if you're ACDC, you don't need a Absolutely. delay. True, true. So you have an arena for that. Yeah, that's right. And uh, you know, a yeah. lot of people don't play with delay, but me personally, I 
have got to have a compressor. I love a compressor. Mm-hmm. I've got it. I like to have a couple different levels of overdrive. Okay, a couple of different levels. So you're saying two different pedals? Or are you talking about one pedal that has multiple on it? Or if we're talking what I what I love to have in a dream world, yeah, I'd love to have three, four different stages of dirt to kind of build up a little bit. Okay, so so that's three to four stages of OD. Yeah, and then you also have a compressor. Yeah, and you're also saying delay. Yeah. I am not a guitar player that plays with a an original artist, so I'm playing with people that play for fun, and we play cover songs. And so, oh, you yeah. know, you know, we may be playing a a uh, Waylon Jennings song where I need a phaser, and then next thing, just you a know, good old boy. Exactly. They never meant any harm. I don't. I don't know. No, they, they not, never mean to no harm. No, ever. Um, but then after that, you know, we That's may be I'm playing. At. Foo Fighters next and so I need something heavy you know a little more distorted because it's like that it's diverse so I like a bunch of different yeah overdrive some distortion yeah. maybe and then a delay of some sort but then also I've got to have a chorus sometimes because who knows I might want to play Steve Warner's song bingo <laughs> but <laughs> it's season two bingo yeah, that's right. um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. So I tend to I tend to go back and forth between yeah. wanting a pedal that does everything and just simplifying again and getting to the basics where I just want very simple. So Okay, so you just described seven different pedals, right? It, like they're all these are all different pedals that that you like that need to be on this board. There are a few that I just love that you know, like I said, I love a compressor. There's a couple light overdrives, kinda like a I love a Greer light speed. That thing is just, it knocks my socks off every time I play it. Uh, the Nobles Overdrive, the ODR1, I love those two. And then everything else, you know, it's kind of, it's in flux. Sometimes I love a Timmy. Sometimes I love a Zen Drive or an OCD or whatever. I just, I don't know. I just, I love pedals. And i got to be honest with you, I've been waiting for this episode. I've been training for it my entire <laughs> life. So I am ready to go. <laughs> well, for me, I am... A tube screamer fan. I love all variations of tube screamers. I love tiny ones. I love mm-hmm. uh, you know special like boutique ones. I I love them. And for me, I've owned minis. I've owned the normal size. I've owned ones that are stacked in with another. I've had clones. I've made my own with build your own clone. Mm-hmm. I love tube screamers. I like rat pedals, but the problem is, is that an actual rat I don't like, but build your own clone made the mighty mouse. And well, when Mm -hmm. I say made, I mean compiled a circuit and stuff. And then I made a mighty mouse and that is the best rat I've ever heard, you know? So I'm with you. I like the multiple stages of, of gain. But for me, really what I need is I need a pushed amplifier. I need something that is at that edge to just in to break up. And if I have that, assuming I have that, then honestly, I need two drive pedals and a delay. Yeah, that's it. The two drive pedals, one, honestly, both of them may be a tube screamer. You know, that one tube screamer to give you that like extra boost, that extra like chunk and and thud and 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 drive that you want that gets you more of that that marshall-esque that rock and roll tone and then the second tube screamer 
for whenever I want to have the solo just pierce through a mix. It has a little bit of volume, maybe adds a little bit of gain, but most of the time you're just adding a touch more tone, and then there it is. So that and a delay, and I would be great. Yeah. Now, pie in the sky, what also do I have? Well, I would have a tremolo. I love the shimmer of a tremolo. I love the way that it fluxes, the way that it moves. I love a shimmery tremolo to add to any any song. That well, that and I honestly also like a tuner. I want a tuner on my board. Of course, how did I forget that? Oh my gosh, that is a that's the number one pedal. Uh, yeah, and and headstock tuners don't work. And I actually no. Side note: I had uh, I had somebody who said um it was on a forum it was probably the gear page or something like that and they were talking about uh how uncool and how unawesome having a headstock tuner on your guitar while you're playing live is and uh, i actually laughed about it when i read it because when i played with jonathan kane of journey a rock and roll hall of famer now granted he's a keyboard player who was playing guitar but when i played with him he had this black custom shop telecaster with a snark tuner on it. And he played yeah. the entire set with that snark tuner on there. And I just was like, you're right. Guy on gear page, it is so uncool. What a terrible idea. <laughs> okay, so I agree with him. I have had stock tuners, but they are for home. They are not for when you're yeah. on stage. But if you're a Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, I mean, you can do whatever you want. Like, yeah. you go up there with a... Well, the way I look at it is I was like, yeah, but he's not really a guitar player. So... I'll give him a pass. Yeah, the funny thing is, too, is it's a snark. It's not even like a nice, you know, Peterson headstock no, tuner. Not a polytune. Or, yeah, I yeah. mean, come on. He's got an Amazon special for seven ninety nine. Yeah. But, hey, yeah, seriously, put his guitar in tune. He probably sounded great. And he's making a living doing music. So hats off to him. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, a good living. So maybe it's cooler than I think it is. Maybe I'll just try that. So we basically defined that for you and I, if we're going to have a pedal board, now granted, if I just had a pedal, if I was just using the M9 or the HXFX and that was it and I was using like cables to go with it, I wouldn't have a pedal board. But, because it is a pedal board. That is your pedal But most of the time when I'm using those, I'm using it with a wireless, I'm using it with a wah, I'm using it with, you know, whatever. So then I would need a pedal board. But I also need to hook it up. So what kind of cables do you use on your pedal boards? I've used solderless cables, and I've tried George L's, and I had bad luck with those. I could not get those to work well for me. Yeah, me too. Uh, I went to, uh, everybody said, try lava cables. They were the best, and so I bought a bunch of those. And I will tell you, um, my dog craps better cables than lava makes. They were the worst thing I'd ever... (laughs) I'd ever <laughs> ever tried. I couldn't get them to work. Are we talking the the type of crap that's like they ate the entire box of chocolate? Uh, yeah, and then had the runs for three days. That one kind of? with grass strings in it. You know that. Okay, that and that's better. Yeah. than these cables. It has better reliability than that. Those cables. Um, because I would. Oh, there goes that sponsor. I mean, I yeah. <laughs> they can they can go straight to hell. Lava cables. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, um, no, so I tried lava cables and I couldn't get them to work. And I would watch the videos and I, 
talked with their support and you know I'd make them the same way and one would work one would one would not work so I ended up dumping those and went with planet waves for a while and I liked those but they were really big the cables were big you've seen them they're they're yeah chunky um much like myself sometimes um I did like I did like that they had that mute switch yes so you could have all of your normal cables and if you had something that was like oh, I want to be able to mute so that I can change out this pedal more often. Mm-hmm. Um, or I want to put the mute on like where my guitar is or where the amp is. I liked that, yeah. but you're right. I, I'm with you. It was, they were a little sketchy. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the screw heads, Yeah, they, they ended up stripping pretty easy. Yep. Yeah. So, so I ended up with um, disaster area cables that you know they make a lot of MIDI switchers and and uh, things like that. But they they came up with no, I didn't know about them. Yeah, they came up with their cables and they were called um, disaster plugs. And I think somebody <laughs> else, Evo or somebody, makes them. But I love them. They work amazingly. They're easy to make. I've you know I've never had one fail. I've made one or two wrong a couple times, but I've never had one fail once I. Once I made them right, and uh, I use them all the time. I love them; they work great, and they're they're fairly inexpensive as far as that goes. But you know, I I I've, I've tried thought about soldering my own and making them, but these work so well, I just don't feel the need to. So a good buddy of mine, Lloyd, actually had the George L's when I was on tour with him. Uh, he played with a band uh, called Echelon, which actually they still do some things here and there. But um, it was interesting because. He had these George L's and I remember he would be playing and all of a sudden he could hear him kind of cutting out and he would just kick his board and then it would go, everything would be fine again. And I was like, what's the deal with that? And he said, ah, it's the solderless cables. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that doesn't sound reliable. I don't like that. And so I've always kind of had a bad taste in my mouth for solderless. Although I, I like the idea of cutting things to the length you need. Mm -hmm. Like that's always been kind of nice. Now I, I guess my preference, I, I mean, I'd, I've done like live wire and, you know, all those things, the things you can find at Guitar Center for like, you know, four or $5 a cable or something like that. I like right angle ca- cables. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a thing I like. Yeah. Um, but I started to get onto these, uh, these little SP 400 plugs and Mogami cable and like making my own from that. And th- those were really nice, but they are kind of expensive. But recently, what I did when I went, ah, I just need to get something really quick. Uh, Rockboard makes a really cool, like flat right angle cable, and then the cable itself is also flat. Yeah, I've seen those. So it's really nice to run under a pedal if you have to run it under a pedal for some reason. It's, I mean, it you don't even notice it, and and so I like Rockboard doing that, and. I actually recently, nobody shoot me here, but I recently decided to try the Donner version of it. And, you know, just Amazon special, Mm -hmm. you know, 12 bucks and you get like a dozen of them or something like that. And uh, I ended up doing that. Man, they, they're fine. I like, I I don't notice a tone loss, but keep in mind, Mm -hmm. I also don't have more than a few pedals on my board. I'm willing to bet if I had a bunch then maybe maybe that would be different yeah no i i think we've got to stop this whole quirk sniffery thing about you've got to have these high dollar cables and you got to have this i mean it's just right. mogami or rabbit. nothing yeah it's stupid and i fall into it all the time and um it's just it's a it's a 
it's just a race that you're never going to end and we've just got to stop and and I'm guilty of it I know you're probably guilty of it oh, too Oh I'm totally guilty of it Probably everybody listening is guilty of it but it's like when you said pedal boards I'm like that's really my hobby like I'm not even hardly a guitar player I'm a pedal board rearranger <laughs> is basically what I am and, you're a, uh, you're a decorator an interior yeah, decorator of your pedal board <laughs> I am and it's it's so dumb and I just make myself mad and I'm I mean like in my guitar room right now I have probably and I'm not exaggerating. I probably have 10 pedal boards in there, just different pedal boards that are sitting in there. Cause I was like, I need a little more space. And I bought one and I'm like, Oh, I need this. Then I'm going to switch to temple. Then I'm going to go back to pedal train. And now I've got this new one that I'm using. And it's just, I I'm just constantly chasing it where it's just, you know, gosh, I just need to shut up and play. You know, so that actually brings up an interesting point. You said that you bought something and then all of a sudden you went, oh, I need a little more space or whatever. So how do you actually pick a board size? Yeah, so um, so I I base it on pedals. So I've I've kind of gotten to the point where I've got three to four pedals that are my mainstays. They're going to be on my board no matter what. I love them. What are they? I can't live without them. So I've got the Ego Compressor that okay. I, I always have on. I've got the light speed, the Greer, the Greer light speed that is a keeper. And then right now I've also got the um, the King Tone Duelist, which is like a oh. blues breaker on one side and a yep. modified tube screamer on the other. And those are, those are staying there. I can't get rid of those. But so, so what I do is I go to pedal trained it a long time ago with their pedal board planner, but there's another one that I like even better called Pedal Playground. And you can go on there and you can pull up different boards and put them on. And then you can get your pedals and move them around. And, you know, we'll be laying in bed at night. And um, my wife is watching, you know, 90 Day Fiance or whatever. And I'm sitting there like dragging. Yeah, your wife is watching. We've already talked about that. But yes, go on. Yeah, yes. No, she she's <laughs> mostly watching. And I'm sitting there dragging around different pedals, trying to make them work on the different pedal boards. And so I'll switch out the pedal boards and be like, oh, I guess I need a pedal train one or pedal train two get a little extra space and you know sometimes i'll even buy a pedal based on my pedal board i'm like i've got one more spot i might as well go buy something and so it's 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 ridiculous is what it really is now do you actually prefer a certain style of pedal board i mean is there is there a pedal board that's like oh i like it slanted or i like it to be tiered or i like it to be curved like do you have a preference in the style of pedal board you use Mm, i do i do like to have a tear in the back or some sort of little lift on it most of the ones i've been using lately are um are slanted too so i would say i probably do like a slanted one i don't like the um i don't like the flat ones with no tear because i have big feet and uh if i'm trying to hit something on the back row i'm gonna be knocking Mm. those those knobs on the front row so yeah so so yeah, I I definitely like to either have a tear or a slant to it. It helps me out a lot. Yeah, I I I like the idea of a slant. Mm-hmm. Um and in all honesty, it makes the most sense for me. But yeah. at the same time, I'm one of those kinds of guys that doesn't necessarily use a brand of pedal board. You know, for me, yeah. it's really about the functionality. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, I, I guess I guess a good way to look at it is my first pedal board. When I went out on tour for the very first time, I needed a pedal board. And what I had was a briefcase. 
and it was my grandfather's old briefcase. So what I would do is I would just take the boxes that the pedals came in and I put them in the box and then I kind of stacked them and neatly put them inside the briefcase affixed to nothing. And so I would take these things out and I would set up like three pedals and then I would latch it onto, get ready for this, a purple Dan Electro mini board. Do you remember the Dan Electro mini board? I do. And they were like molded to the pedals. Yes, they yeah, were molded to minis. Yeah. And I, you know, when I went on my very first tour, I went, well, I need an Echo. Well, there's the BLT. Yeah. Heck yeah. You know, I need, I need another overdrive other than my Jekyll and Hyde. Well, there's a pastrami. <laughs> Sounds delicious, yes, right? It does. You know, and it had, a, it had its own little power supply and it was perfect and it did its own thing. And so I just, I remember setting this thing up and I would have like, I'd have my Jekyll and Hyde. I'd have a volume pedal. And then I would have this mini, Dan Electro mini board right there of just all these different little Dan Electro things. And I just remember setting that up every night. And after a while, I was having some tone issues, you know, like some static and stuff like that. And the more I stopped using the minis, the better the tone started getting. Okay, so my pedal board journey started whenever I was a young, young lad. Huh. 1998, 97, I guess. So I worked at a, a craft store, which you might know. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, you worked with my with, brother. With your brother, Paul. And Bingo. And we were the best of friends. <laughs> yep. And hello, Paul. I love you. And I mm-hmm. miss you. But yeah, so we worked there and um, this place, MJ Designs, it's kind of like Michael's or Hobby Lobby or whatever. A craft store. And uh, they started selling these ammo crates. And I don't, I don't really know why. They just had ammo crates and they would keep them outside. And they, they were probably, I would guess, maybe 30 inches long and about 12 inches deep. And, you know, it was just a wooden crate. It had a lid on top. And they were real, like, ammo crates from oh, the that's army awesome. or whatever. And so... Who knows even where they got them? It was just a random kind of whatever. And so they had them sitting outside, you know. They had a big pallets of them or whatever, and they had different markings on the side. And so your brother Paul bought one, and he goes, hey, I'm going to make this into a pedal board. I was like, oh, okay, that that sounds interesting. And uh, I didn't think much of it at the time. And I had a few pedals, and I just would put them on the ground and, you know, plug them in whatever. So anyways, he makes a pedal board, and he showed it to me, and I was like, that's awesome. Like when he set up, he didn't have to plug in all his things. He plugged in, he plugged out, and he was set up. And I was like, dang, that's awesome. I actually remember this time. It it was about 1996, 1997, somewhere in there. And I remember him having that ammo crate, which interestingly enough, the other guitar player in the band that he plays with now, 100 White Flags, also did the ammo crate thing for a while. (laughs) Because she was like, oh my gosh, this is brilliant. I love yeah. it. Actually, we've had Beth on this before. Beth yeah. Beth was the one. She decided, yeah, ah, this is awesome. And actually, she's now graduated on, and she moved to a pedal train and uh, one of the big like hard cases and all that kind of stuff, which actually, to be technical, she doesn't use that anymore either. Actually, she went to using like a floorboard where everything's all in one, and so she stopped using it. And actually, Paul started using it instead just because it wasn't getting used. And he went, well, sure, I could use more space. 
I was going to say, does he still have that ammo crate, that MJ Designs ammo crate? Oh, yeah, he does. Oh, of course he, he doesn't is. sell anything. No. Are you kidding me? He keep, He is a purist. He keeps his stuff, and he, he keeps it. Um, yep. So, yeah, so I had that for a while, and then that kind of, that, I mean, that was kind of my intro to it. And I, you know, I got bit by that bug and started just chasing pedal boards. And so my dad is the most awesome guy that I know. He can build anything. He can do anything. One day we were, you know, I was probably whatever, 17, 18, we were at Lowe's and we were building something. I was like, I was kind of looking at it and I was like, and at this point I had seen some pro pedal boards, you know, the ATA style with the cases that went on top and they had the butterfly latches on them and everything. Yep. And those were, those were about the only ones that you saw around. You didn't see pedal trains or anything like that. So, So uh, he he and I went to Lowe's or Home Depot or whatever, and we bought some one by fours and we started building it. And so he and I built a pedal board and I went out there and painted it all black and I got it. I was like, I'm going to build this most perfect pedal board. So I put some Velcro down and I start putting everything down. It looked great for a homemade pedal board. And so, so I did that, kept that for a little while, did not probably keep the pedals the same for very long because I will argue that I probably have not kept the same pedal board for more than two weeks i have always <laughs> changed it somehow and you think i'm joking but i'm sadly not joking. Uh, yeah i know you're um, not joking yeah you're right yeah and it's and that's going to lead me to a story here in a minute but um along you know probably i don't know maybe early 2000s i had a friend who he's a i mean he's a professional guitar player and he tours with bunch of country guys but said hey there's this new thing coming out called a pedal train and he's like it's light as can be and it's you know it's got a slant and it's whatever so so i bought one of those put the velcro on there put it on there i was like this is great i love it i love that the the power supply can mount up under it you know you didn't take up space on top and so so i had some pedal trains and i went back and forth and i can tell you i have had a pedal train the original pedal train at a pedal train two pedal train junior yep. pedal train um um the large one grande yeah. the big one <laughs> yeah i had a pedal train um nano i had the nano plus like all of them i've had the pedal train three i've had the pedal train one and i've had multiples of all of them and i just i really like them i like the idea that you put velcro on there you want to move something you do it but I have dogs and the Velcro just looks nasty and I always try to clean it. I'll mm-hmm. roll it with a lint roller, but I get dog hair all over my Velcro. And I mean, we keep our house clean. It's not like I'm living in a pigsty, but still that dog oh, hair yeah. is just attached. To well, it. especially when you have dogs with long hair, you know, like short yeah. hair shows yeah. up too, but you, yeah. you know, your dogs aren't just short hair. You also have long hair dogs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, which by the way, they're very manly dogs. They are not little dogs. They are like, yeah, they're awesome dogs. Yeah. Actually, so I don't want you thinking I'm running around with a, like a Tiberian Shih Tzu or something. Yeah. yeah. A Pomeranian Spitz. Yeah. That's so, what you have, right? Pomeranian no, don't Spitz. Bichon Freeze. Bichon Freeze is, I think is what it's pronounced. Oh, yes. And a Lhasa Ops. No, I'm just kidding. No, what do I you have? I have a manly dog. He is, so I, so unfortunately three of our dogs have passed away in the last uh, year and a half, but right now we have Dexter, who's kind of a pit bull mixed with lab and you know, and he's, he's, he's like pit bull mixed, but he's not like cover of a rap album pit bull. You know, he's yeah. like a cool pit bull. Like, Hey, I want to cuddle with you on the couch. Kind of pit bull. Not like a pit bull who wants to have Bud Light Platinum with you. No, not that one. No. no. All right. Okay. Not at all. 
He's more, I, we've talked about this before. If he drank, we think he might be like the white claw kind of guy. Oh, okay. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's kind of short, you know, like super muscular. And uh, I just yeah. feel like he'd probably drive a, a you know, like a, a I don't yellow know, some something. Kind of, something yellow. Something, something really loud. Yeah, like yellow and really loud. Probably fake tans. Oh, yeah. Know, always have a blue He'd have like a yellow Hummer. <laughs> Um, you know, yes, possibly. Yes. If he could handle it, possibly like a lime green, like challenger. <laughs> that sounds, yeah, that could be that for That's sure. Right. And then, and then we have Tilly who is just psycho. Yeah. She is, she is like a, a mix of everything. And when we go, we did one of those doggy DNA tests and she's like part chow, part German shepherd, part everything. And she's just, <laughs> she's a maniac. So, but anyways, a real uh, mutt. She's a real mutt. If you are looking for a way to help support the Tweed Couch and it costs no money to you, then check out our YouTube channel and become a subscriber. Also, you can tell someone about the podcast and share an episode with them. Thank you for listening and thank you for your support. Let's hear from another sponsor. Are you looking for a party with a purpose? If you love music, if you love family-friendly, if you love camping, then you should look into LifeFest. LifeFest is one of the largest Christian music festivals in America and draws attendees from across the United States to worship together, deepen their faith, and strengthen relationships with family and friends. This three-day event features dozens of artists, engaging seminars, and much more. This year, in 2021, we have two festivals. Come join a party with a purpose in Oshkosh, Wisconsin on July 8th through 11th or on the Johnny Cash Hideaway Farm in Bon Agua, Tennessee on July 29th through 31st. I'll see you there. Anyhow, so to get back on track, I loved Pedal Train. I loved the functionality of being able to run the cables through the little slats. But what I found, especially when mini pedals started becoming popular, they didn't sit right for me on there and I found that I had a lot of wasted space. I thought those slats were too wide open. And so all of the, you know, praise and worship guys and all the pedal board foot gazer guys on Instagram started using temple audio pedal boards. Okay. And so I was like, I was like, you know what? I, I don't have a lot of talent, but I've got some money. Let me buy some new pedal boards. <laughs> and so I so believe the I, statement you said I, to me the other day was that you don't have a lot of talent, but you do have some money. But then again, you don't have a whole lot of that either. Yeah, I know. Actually, I, I think I said is I have more money than I have sense or talent. And I don't have a lot of any, either of those either. You don't have a lot of <laughs> money either. Stupid. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So it's just, but I'll tell you what, I've got a super hot wife. Yes, yes. I do. Yeah, at least <laughs> yes. you have that. So I'm winning. I am winning. <laughs> and she's also amazingly nice. But okay. Yeah. Anyways, um, so I went to um, Temple because I was like, okay, it's got it's got places to put my cables through. I like that. It's also got a flat surface so I can rearrange wherever I want. And then they had these little modules too where you can put like input jacks and power supplies. I was like, this is awesome. So I got it, put it on, and um, I hated those little mounting plates that they used because... Mm. I want my pedals perfectly straight. I want 90 degree angles. I want the same distance between them. And if you put those little mounts on wrong, you are screwed and you're just out of luck. Okay. And so 
So I took all the mounts off. I went back to pedal train and then I went back to temple again. I bought, I have four different temple boards. Oh my gosh. Do you still have them? Still up in my guitar room. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's like, yeah, I'm like, it's stupid. It's stupid. I told you. But uh, then I started trying to use dual lock on my temple and I was like, this is it. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to use dual lock, just a little, not, not strips of it, but just where I need the pedal. I'll just put the dual lock on. So this is Duloc Velcro, right? It's a little more heavy duty where it clicks together and it holds, but it doesn't also collect all the fur like Velcro would. Okay. So it's kind of a, it's a good situation. But then I got it all wired up and I was able to route my wires through the holes in the, the temple. You've seen it before. And uh, I had it looking amazing. And then all of a sudden I was like, I don't think I like that pedal anymore. I want to try something else out. So I was like, crap. And so I went back and I was like, I'm going back to the pedal train. I'll just Velcro it down. When I want to change something, I just moved around. I was on, I was, I was good with pedal train. I made up my mind. I was like, I'm going back to pedal train junior. This is all I need. Whatever can fit on here is what I'll have. And if it's any more than that, I don't need it. Perfect. So I did that and I was happy as can be. I would go upstairs for about two weeks. Yeah. I would play, maybe not even that long. <laughs> I would play. And uh, I told my wife, I was like, this is amazing. I was like, I'm not tweaking anything. I'm not rearranging pedals. I'm just playing. I'll get up there. Because there's no menus, right? Yeah, there's no menus. There's no, I mean, there's yeah. there's no, you know, editors you have to hook up to. It was, yep. gosh, it was awesome. And then one day I'm scrolling Facebook as I tend to do. And something pops up and it's a suggestion. And it said, hey, check out this new pedal board company. And gave a link to the website. So I click on it thinking, yeah, I'll check this out. And what I saw... Real quick, do you ever find yourself going, looking at Facebook and it, it pops up something that you're interested in and you're like, is this a good angel, bad angel situation? Where on one shoulder it's going, now Jason, you said you were happy with a pedal train junior. Yeah. And then the other one's going, click it, click it, buy it, yeah. get it. And that one, that one's also saying, "Hey, you have more money than you have sense." And uh, yeah, that's and right. Like, or talent. Like, also <laughs> true, my friend. Um, <laughs> um, so, anyways, I click on this website and I am like blown away by these pedal boards and the website. And I, I was actually the first one to ever buy from them. I'm customer number one from what they told me, which is wow. which is so fitting because I'm such a pedal board fanboy. But the guy that that started this agreed to come on the podcast with me. But I, we're we're oh. we're gonna do this eventually someday. But I just want to say the website is mortonpedalboards.com and it's m o r t o n pedalboards.com. And what he has created is a product that is modular, and you get pieces of it. There's flat pieces, there's slanted pieces, there's side pieces. And they all connect with screws and there's little mounting brackets Oh, and you can come up with, Oh, that's cool. You can come up with any configuration you want and it is genius. The, the, so like if you want like a wah pedal and a volume pedal, they have like flat pieces, but then if you also want to have something that's slanted, you could put something slanted with it as well. Yes. And then if you want another tier, you could put a tier, but it also could have slants yep. and stuff. And they, you can make any configuration you want. Oh. 
And it is that's an engineer's dream. It's genius. And the guy who the guy who makes them, his I think his name is Ty, from what I can tell. He designed them and made them, and just he's you can tell he's just a really nice, bright guy who is just a problem solver. You know, how sometimes you you hear those guys talking, and you're just like, man, that that guy's got it together. That's kind of how I felt whenever I I actually heard him on another podcast. And um, I was just blown away by his kind of his way of thinking and the way he did things. But anyway, so I did I did the pre-order and um, I ordered a 16 inch flat front piece. That's it's six inches deep. And this one was 16 inches wide. And then another one on the back that was six by 16, but it was slanted. And so I've got a flat front piece that sits up about an inch off the ground. And then the back piece is kind of slanted at an angle. And then I ordered a side piece that is flat, so you can put a like a volume pedal there. And they came in last Friday, and I am just blown away at the quality of it. It's light as a feather. I mean, it feels like a pedal train, but it was exactly what I needed. But what I love about it the really? most, yes, what I love about it the most is the slats between the. It, it's got slats kind of like a pedal train, but they're thinner. They're not as thick as a pedal train. And so you can put a mini pedal on your front row without it, you know, teetering whenever you do it. So you're you're telling me on our Instagram, yes, the Tweed Couch, yes, you're gonna you're gonna post a picture yes. of this with some of your pedals on it. Yes, and I've actually got a couple pictures kind of like in process as I started to put it together, and uh, I'll post those as well. But yeah, I does it have the right lighting? Did you make sure that it had like the right lighting, maybe some filters on it? No, but I will, obviously. I mean, okay, perfect. Yeah, I mean, come, come you don't on. post an Instagram come picture on. without a filter. No. Nobody does that. Come on. <clears throat> yeah. So, I nobody's that pretty. I I cannot <laughs> recommend them enough. Now, I will say they're they're just starting out, so they're they're working on cases for them. They don't have cases at this point. They're working on modules for it, um, but. Man, I I just think it's genius, and for somebody like me who literally has ten to twelve pedal boards sitting up there, it's perfect because I can add pieces as I need or take pieces away. And, and yeah, gosh, I'm just I'm so happy with it. And um, again, they didn't give me a discount. And so now you can generate money for those board for you know pieces by selling off the old boards. Yeah, now. that's my hope. Yeah. I'll get rid of those others. That's right. So if you need a pedal train, then contact Jason at the Jason. Yeah, Jason Cornelius at gmail.com. Yes. <laughs> um I, I will say this though. I don't think I'll ever be without a pedal train. I think I'll always have a pedal train because it's just a very yeah. utilitarian board that you can just stick pedals on and go and um you know, everything's there accessible. What I didn't like about my wooden pedal boards when I built them and I would, you know, I even used, I forgot, I even used trailer trash pedal boards somewhere along the line that had the wooden tops. Oh yeah. Um, but what I would do is I would drill the hole through, run my cable through, solder it or use the solderless and put it out. But the problem was, is you either change a pedal or a, a cable goes bad. you got to get a new top for it. Yeah. So that's, that's one thing about the um, the Morton and also the pedal train that I just love is you've got everything there accessible. You can just reach under there and grab it and everything's good. Yeah. And you know what I really love is I love the fact that you're able to help a group, you know, or a company that is kind of new, mm-hmm. new to this game. I mean, we hear about the big box things, you know, like we hear about pedal train and and we hear about Gator and we hear about SKB and some of those those bigger ones. And it's nice to to hear someone who has kind of reinvented it 
and and really done a good job yeah. with with coming up with with some something innovative that is in the pedal platform or the pedal board platform. Now, with that said, of course, you know what Pedal Train was doing was innovative at the time. I mean, they basically did what people were doing with like a futon, you know, the, taking the bottom of the futon, just like cutting it off and going, hey, I got slats to be able to yeah. put pedals on. There wasn't even a market for that, you know, 20 years ago. It was, no. I remember people, you know, people still do. They make pedal boards out of those Ikea shelves. And uh, oh, yeah. they'll just put some Velcro on there, which, you know, I mean, pedal trains are so cheap now. I don't know why you would do that because I'm pedal trains are quality products and the people there are so nice. You know, there's been a couple of times where, you know, I had one that maybe had been sitting in a warehouse or whatever, and the Velcro wasn't very sticky. And so I just email them and say, hey, I, you know, I want to buy some more Velcro. Mine's not quite sticky. And, you know, two days later, my mailbox shows up a brand new roll of Velcro. And they're like, hey, thanks so much for buying. And I mean, I'll, like I said, I'll always support yeah. them because I just think they're, they're great people. But man, this Morton pedal boards, they are killing it as far as I can tell. And again, I want to make sure. It's totally clear that, you know, I am just a customer of theirs. I have nothing to do with them. They didn't encourage me to say any of this stuff, but I just, I love that product. Love it. You were, well, you're customer one is what you are. I am customer one. Right. You're, you're essentially patient zero for them. Yeah, I am. And right? I'm proud of that. I mean, when they blow up, yeah. I'll be yeah. like, dang, I was the first one to ever buy this, which is so fitting because I'm a, pe- I'm a, I'm a pedal board whore. I really am. <laughs> and uh, I hope that you've been around the block. I have been around sure. every block and I bought every pedal board. I mean, I even, so I remember I bought something called light L Y T pedal boards from eBay. Okay. And I bought the tone trunk, the T-Rex pedal boards. Oh man. I just, if I see a, I, I'm, I don't know if I'm a simple man or a stupid man, but if I see a pedal board, I'm probably going to buy it. Something new. <laughs> just, like, I think I can make that work. Let me see what I can do. Yeah, I I need I need to put my pedals on. Yeah, it. yeah, absolutely. But it but it's it's not on pedal playground. What do I yeah. do? Yeah, and I, I will tell you. And and this kind of I don't know if this is gonna kind of close everything up or or lead us somewhere else. But I I am not kidding. Last Friday when I got my um Morton pedal board, I got it wired up. I got everything. I put the dual lock on there, and I got my pedal board wired up. And I've got a picture of it here for uh, documentation. And here's here's what was on the pedal board. Notice I said was. Hmm. So here here is my pedal board as of um, Saturday at 4:47 p.m. I've got a Sonic Research Mini Tuner. Okay. Good choice. Got a Wampler Ego Compressor, full size. Also an excellent choice. Thank you. I've got a Klon KTR. Interesting. Yes. I've got a Greer. You're not a Klon fan either. That's yeah, interesting. I know, I know, but I really like this. I've got a Greer Lightspeed. Yep, and you love that. Yep, a Friedman Dirty Shirley for overdrive, uh, heavy distorted okay. turns. Yeah, I know that one. Got a King Tone Duelist. Yep, you love that one. Wampler Terraform, which is all my modulation. Oh, yeah. yeah. I have never played a Terraform, but yep. I hear wonderful things about them. Amazing. I love Wampler. And I've got a Source Audio Nemesis delay pedal, which is great. Yeah, I don't know that one. That's really great. And then off to the side, I've got a Strymon Blue Sky for my reverbs. Uh, of course. So yep. I went down. That's I told my wife. Nowadays. I told my wife, I said, I have never been happier with my pedal board. I even posted on the Wampler Tone Group. I have never been. I can honestly say in all my years of playing, collecting, I've never been happier with my pedal board. 
And as of today, not even a week later, it's completely different. <laughs> I wish I wish I was kidding. <laughs> you, you, and I, you're Ron Burgundy. I meant you it could, when you could not it. be happier. No, you could I not could, be happier, but you found a way to be happier. <laughs> no, I could not have been happier about it. I was so happy with that pedal board. The tone was great. Everything was pure. It was amazing. But here's what How happened. are you still married? I just, I imagine my that wife, all the time you're just like, I'm into it. And then all of a sudden you're like, nah, I'm not into that. Anymore. My wife. Okay. So when it comes to my wife, I'm into everything about her. She's amazing. It's only pedal yeah. boards that I go back and forth on. I mean, it's just, it seems like there's a punchline. There's got to be a punchline that's just getting ready to happen. You know, one thing right after another and you go, oh, I love it. And then all of a sudden you're just like, no, no, I just can't. I can't. I've got, there's something better out there. I wish, oh I gosh. wish this was anyway. just a joke, like a story for the air, but it's not, it's yep. the truth. I literally, like I, I will, I will take a screenshot of my post on the Wampler page and put it on the Instagram that said, I've never been happier. And then I'll put a <laughs> screenshot of today at eight thirteen, where here's my new pedal board. So this, so this is what caused it. I had the source audio nemesis, which is just the delay. And I was like, I love this pedal so much. And so then I went to the collider cause it had a delay and a reverb built in, but I just really didn't like the reverb for some reason. I don't know why I just didn't like it. So I went, I sold it, went back to the collider and I was happy with that. Well, then I was on the hunt for a reverb pedal. And this is kind of just like dominoes falling. I was on the hunt for a reverb pedal. And so I, I researched and I looked at the, you know, the TC Hall of Fame. And I was like, I really like that one. But I want to have a couple of different presets. There's a couple songs I like where, you know, like that Keith Urban song I love. that It's got such a weird, splashy reverb. Like, I want to have that for a preset. And so I thought, okay, well... Along the way, my stepson who plays guitar, he started talking about, hey, I, I want to kind of get into pedals. So I kind of want to see like what's available. And I started thinking, I was like, okay, you know, I might start, he kind of likes this kind of, you know, moody kind of, emo, you know, ambient yeah. kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, maybe a reverb would be cool for him and get him a reverb or delay or something kind of washy sounding. And I'm talking quieter just in case he's in the next room. But he, um, so I started thinking, you know, and and my wife is like, don't spend a lot of money on him because, you know, he's just he's just learning. Don't spend a lot. And so I thought, I know what I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him a Line 6 M5. Oh, yeah. Perfect. That way he can try out everything. And I started thinking. Everything. I was like, yeah. And yeah. I started thinking. I was like, maybe. So I'd, I'd already gotten the Blue Sky at this point. And I just, I, it sounded great, but it only had one preset, really. You know, it had mm, basically a favorite yeah. and it had the other. So I was like, that's just two. And that's not really what I'm looking for. And so... I thought, well, maybe maybe I'll just get myself an M5 too, and then I can just have different reverbs, and I'll try whatever. So I started thinking about it. I was like, man, I just wish they made a like the new HX version of an M5. Because, you know, you have the HX effects, and I was, I was like, I wish <laughs> they it was do made. make an HX version of that. It's well, called the HX Stomp. <laughs> I know, and so that's so, – so there I was. And so – this path led me to, so I'm a YouTube, I'm a YouTube fan. Like I'm not, I don't make videos, but I watch YouTube all the time. And one of my favorite guitar players on there name is Chris Buck. He's an English guy. Do you know him? Yeah. He does Gosh. something weird with his pick and stuff. Yeah. He's that, awesome. That guy might be my favorite guitar player. I mean, he is incredible. He has the most incredible touch and tone I've ever seen. So he's like, Hey, I got my new pedal board build. And it was like a day ago. And I look on there and I'll be danged if I don't see a HX stomp on his board. And I was like, that's the answer right there. I was like, that's my reverb. 
that because he goes, I'm using it for reverb. And I was like, that's what I need. And so I started thinking about it. I was like, you know what? This could replace yep. my nemesis. It could replace the Terraform. It could replace the Blue Sky. Let me think about this for a little bit. And so then I get a text from Guitar Center. It's like, hey, 15% off any item. I was like, crap. This is meant to be. This is this is <laughs> this is God telling me it is. You need you're right. This is the good angel. Yeah. on the saying now's the time. Now's the time. And the, exactly the bad, the devil one on the other side going. No, you need another pedal board. Yeah, you're exactly right. right. Well, so here's the deal. <laughs> so I get on pedal pedal playground and I start moving her. I put the HX stomp on there and I start moving it around, and it eliminated so many pedals that I was like, I've got empty spaces now. What am I gonna do? So what do I do? I buy another pedal. <laughs> so it came in today. And so now my yeah. now my board is complete as of now. I haven't wired it up yet, but I've got a picture of mm-hmm. it just sitting there. So here's here's what it is now. I matched my Klon KTR to the HX Stomp Klon model. <laughs> the Minotaur or whatever yeah. it is. <laughs> yeah. I'm not kidding you whenever I tell you it sounded exactly the same. Yeah. Yep. A hundred percent. Like it sounded exactly the same. Yep. And most of them, you know, you got to tweak and you got to do this or whatever. Three knobs. It sounded exactly the same. Yep. And I was blown away and I was like, you know, that's a $400, $500 pedal right oh, there. Yeah. So I was like, okay, the, the, the HX stomp after tax costs like five sixty something like that. And so I was like, well, I sell that con. I've got 160 bucks in it. So let me go ahead and try to sell the terraform. Let me sell the nemesis too. I'll probably be out ahead. And not only that, I can get rid of the Dirty Shirley too because, you know, the one song where I need something heavy, now I've got it here. You know, I've got it in this. Yep. And then I started thinking, not only that, if I go play somewhere with just my family band or, you know, whatever, and we just go into a PA, I don't even have to take my amp with me. I could just turn on one of the amp models. And sure, it may not sound quite as nice as my Deluxe Reverb, but you know what? My playing's not that great, anyways. Nobody's gonna really notice. It's, my plus, tone. it's you know some some bar PA or whatever. So it's like gonna yeah, exactly. And so at this point, here's what I've got on the board. It is a tuner, Sonic Research Turbo Tuner, full size this time. Okay. Into my ego compressor, into my light speed, okay. into the Duelist, into the Nobles ODR one. Okay. Into the and then I've got the HX stomp. I've got this all in a loop, so I can put the compressor first and then everything in a loop. Okay. And then I've got a way huge Aquapus for my Brad Paisley slash John Mayer tones. Uh, bingo. And that's double it. Bingo. <laughs> yeah, I know it, that is a double bingo. Some of you were biting your nails because your board wasn't filled out yet. Yep. And I just dropped those two gifts yeah, right in your lap. You said Steve Warner earlier, so you're good with this. Yeah. And so that's, that's my board right now. And I've got a true tone CS 12 underneath there and it powers everything. Oh yeah, it does. I've got my line six, um, wireless unit underneath the board. And I, I tell you, my board is 12 by 16 and I can make every sound in the world with that. And you know, we've talked about this before. I love, um, I love ZZ top and I love Wayland Jennings. And so I play a song with a phaser, and next thing you know, I'm playing a fuzz with a ring modulator because I'm playing yep. cheap sunglasses. And yeah, that right. HX stomp does it and does it well. And so, yeah, so that's where I'm at. And I'm just gonna I'm gonna keep this for a while. I'm gonna I'm gonna at least two you weeks. Know, today's today's November 12th, and I don't know if you know this or not, but my birthday is tomorrow, November 13th. 
Oh, and yeah, I totally remembered that. Yeah, of course. I know you know this. And so Friday the 13th, got it. I'm going to use my birthday as my my marker to see how long am I keeping this pedal board. And I I I feel like this is going to be a keeper for a while. I really do. Okay. Because you know, over the quarantine, I've been telling you, "Hey, I'm really I'm paring it down to what I really need here." And yep. um I could live without the Aquapus on there, I think, and I could live without the Nobles, I think, on there. But uh, that just leaves a big gap there uh, on the pedal board. So I'm just going to give this a shot, see, see what happens. So I'll keep you, know, you updated. I, I think this is good for you. I think this is going to be good. We are going to check up because now that we're starting season two, we're going yeah. to start posting again more frequently. Yeah. We also got a little bit of pictures we're going to be adding to some of these things. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to have to make updating your your uh your pedal board as part of it all right maybe maybe every friday like jason's pedal board yeah this friday just see if it's the same thing and if it is the same thing it'll just have a different light on it or something like that or i'll I'll have to do like the the time signature on there like a time date yep yeah it'll be every minute no i'm kidding but you know i i do think i think this is good and 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 i think you'll really I don't know. I, I maybe your pedal board will just have its own following, and we're gonna have to start a new Instagram for just. It's just called Gosh. Jason's Pedal Board. That's one of the best ideas you've ever had. Yeah, to I be know. Honest. I know. Yeah. So I, I think that it, that's. I think it, that's a really cool idea. I also think that when it comes to um, your decision to get the HX Stomp, mm-hmm. I think it's a great decision. But I, as your counselor in some sense want to remind you of something that you said in the last season, which was no more menus. My motto is no more menus. Yep. And I, I have an answer for that. Yeah. What is that? So the, the first time I, I did this, I feel like that I, um, I was diving in too deep to it. I was trying to perfect everything. This time around, I'm using it very simply. I'm setting it up for a delay I like and a reverb I like. That's it. Just like I was on the Nemesis or the the Blue Sky. And then what I'm going to do is, as I need stuff, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to try to do everything at once because that's where you get frustrated. I'm going to just set up, here's what I need. I need a delay. And then whenever I need a a tremolo, I'm going to set up my tremolo. And um, I'm just going to take it one step at a time instead of trying to do everything. And I think that's... I think that's my key to success on this and not getting frustrated because that's, yep. that's what I was uh, getting frustrated before is just sitting there with my, with my laptop, just changing parameters yep. all the time. And I, I probably will get there again, but I just figure if I've got a simple delay and a, you know, a simple reverb, I can go in there and just play without tweaking everything all the time. And then, you know, if I'm feeling like I want to tweak one day, I can go through and do that, but I don't have to. Yeah, I think this is excellent growth. This is something you've struggled with before. It's something that you've gone against before. Yeah. And I think what you've done is you've you've created yourself a success plan mm-hmm. that will allow you to be able to use something that honestly is pretty awesome. Yes. And uh, allows you to be able to have great tone all at the same time. This is good. Well, that concludes our time of the Tweed Couch Guitar Therapy Session. My name is Dr. T, and remember, I'm not a licensed therapist, but I love talking gear. Until next time.